0: The Business Simplicity Podcast, where leaders share their most successful strategies and the failures that inspired them, so business owners and managers can avoid the suffering and reap the
1: benefits with your host, host, Chris Parker. And this is Chris Parker, and I'm speaking with Laurent Silvestri, who I think is embarrassed at the moment that's where he oftentimes is. And he's a colleague actually, because something I don't speak about too much on the podcast is what I do during the day. Um, and I work with a company called Destiny. Um, and so does Laurent. He is the chief strategic alliance officer and one of the co-founders that have uh, come into the group. I'm sure he's going to tell us all about that. So Laurent, thank you so much for joining. Um, I guess the, the, the opening question is really in and you've done so much. In the briefest way possible, can you just share what is it that you're busy with? What is it that Laurent does?
0: Yeah. Oh, well, um, I've actually I've been an entrepreneur in the telecom industries during the last twenty five years, and um, I founded um, six seven companies. I think six, uh, but you always create multiple companies around one project. Um, and I've been like surfing on the different waves of the uh, deregulation of the French telecom industry during during 25 years. Um, in 2005, I founded a French telecom service provider called OpenIP that merged uh, with the, I would say our Belgium counterpart that was uh, Destiny, a uh, Belgium company uh, in 2020. And um, and today, I am the co-founder, as you said, of the Destiny Group, and I hold the position of Chief Strategic Alliance Officer, um, mostly working on sharing our vision uh, and strategy uh, and creating long-term links and partnerships with the uh, Destiny ecosystem, between Destiny, uh, the people inside the company, and uh, our ecosystem, our partners, our main customers, um, other vendors Uh, that's that's pretty much what i do um, from from the morning to to the night so sharing the vision of the vision we have uh, how we see the market how we see our competition uh, how we see the the evolution of the needs of the users and how we believe we can participate um, to the market and and create opportunities for our partners and our ecosystem
1: Lauren, I'd love to hear, in your words, because we, we, we call Destiny, you know, the, 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 I guess the largest or the leading European cloud communication provider. What, what does Destiny do? Or what is, what is, how do you, would you describe this market to someone who is completely not involved?
0: Well, I would say that, I mean, we, we work on, on, on the telecommunication industry, on the communication uh, industry. Providing business communication tools to our customers, to enterprises, um, whether they are SMEs or larger enterprise, and we are facing um, a pure transformation. I mean, the market has always been transforming; the technology is always helping the market, any market, to transform. But our our industry is really facing a huge transformation with the arrival of the cloud ten years ago and voice over IP. Um, the, the fact of transporting communications over the IP network of our internet. Um, and, and the, the digi- digitalization of the companies of any user of any, anyone actually, our industry, but every company needs to industrialize to di- digitalize and use those new tools. Um, so we, we helped companies use the technology the best way. They can in order to perform. Um, we we try to digest the evolutions of the market of the technologies and launch what we feel our coherent product for the users. Uh, simple, simple to use, simple to be efficient, um, and we also try to embrace and 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 train and. and and give opportunities to our channel partners who are service providers, large service providers, telecom carriers, whether they are fixed carriers or mobile carriers. They're all looking for for that opportunity to, to bring new services to their customers. And that's what we do actually. We bring, we develop those products on one side and then we train our partners so that they can bring them to their customers the more efficiently they can. I think that's that, that's pretty much what we do. I mean the market is evolving a lot. We're facing also with the transformation of the uh, technologies um, disruption from, from uh, new entrants. So of course the market was driven by, I would say, um, legacy players that, that were selling boxes, uh, PBXs, and, and now everything is in the cloud as a service, much simple to use. Uh, simple to deploy, um, so we we really create that technologies that helps people interact um, correctly um, and and work correctly between between each other. I mean, every every business is like communication is around interactions uh, and making things better uh, between people so that they can communicate easily. So we've seen with the pandemic, of course, the arrival of the video conferencing. Um, it's not an arrival. I mean, actually, it's, it exists since 20 years, but now it's uh, like the main tools that the people want, people want to use. But that's not the only thing. I mean, uh, most of the companies want to do business online now, so they have to uh, face new challenges. Uh, people who wants to communicate through their social network, or um, uh, how you how you're going to communicate through your website with a chatbot, for instance. So everything is transforming, and we we try to create the technology that is simple and understandable and acceptable for the users, um, with the um, desire to help companies perform better with our technology.
1: And I think um, you were presenting to you know over 150 people, I think last week at a, at a quarterly event and uh, about the market dynamics. And I, th- I think you said that the, the European market space for cloud communications is north of 400 billion. Is that where it's going? It, you know, this is, this is quite a large market.
0: Yeah, it is, it is a larger market. It's equivalent to the US probably, um, but it's more complex. It's a very complex market because we have 27 countries that are in the EU, um, of course, 27 different languages different cultures, and also markets that are not maturing the same way, because the culture of each country uh, embraces the technology a different way and at a different pace. So, yeah, the European market is a real opportunity. We believe it's an opportunity for the people who understand how the market works and respect, I would say, each local specificities. And that's why we 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 want to be strong, actually, I would say. we. We think that with our European culture and our multi-culture uh, that we have in the Destiny group, we can better respond to those customers and probably uh, create what we believe uh, as, as a leader on the European market, uh, able to, to probably compete better uh, on the market than, than some of the US players.
1: And Lauren, I'm curious for yourself, um, why are you busy in this, um, in this industry? Why, why, why is this important to you?
0: I think, actually, I, I like this industry because every year there is a new challenge. Um, every year, there is, it's, it's changing all, all the time. Uh, it's evolving continuously, and you need to adapt, and you need to understand, and you need to uh, be synchronized with the market, uh, which I love. I mean, I love to... I love those unstable, this unstable situation where you need to adapt continuously, and you need to. uh, What what I what I've been doing for twenty five years is is explaining to the people what's happening on our market and and how our technology or or how the technologies uh, can better better solve problems and 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 bring opportunities for our customers for for the channel partners that we have. Um, So. I mean, what, what I really like is is this continuous transformation creating continuous opportunities.
1: Now we're coming close to the 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 because it, it is a crazy market, and you're and you're working with an incredible company. You know, one of the leading, if not the the leading company in this space, evolving and changing every day, um, and a multiple time entrepreneur and basically just delightful person. So it's wonderful to have you on, on you. this. Um, is there something, and we've had a bit of a pre-conversation about this, but but as a, as a seasoned entrepreneur, is there something that, that you can recommend as a strategy or tactic that that uh, other business people and aspiring business people um, could learn from that, that w- would help them succeed and perhaps through simplification or, or succeed in other ways?
0: Well I've been thinking of course um, I've been preparing that podcast because you 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 asked me to and i love I, I love to be there thank you for that um and I, I think that this simplicity uh story is is very interesting because actually what you do um every day you don't really uh it's it's not complex it's always simple that's something that the brain does automatically um so i've been thinking of what what i do what do i do every day in any interaction um since since a long time now as i said i mean um i've been an entrepreneur all my life um when you create a company um at the beginning you're you're alone uh, but from the beginning you need to uh, take Immediate decisions um, with your lawyers, with your accountant, uh, with the bank, the banker. That's when what you, what you do when you create your company, and then you need to package your product and go to your customers and 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 have them buy your product for the first time. Uh, so it's it's really very exciting from from the beginning, and then the more you develop your company, the more you you face difficult situations um and i would say that i mean it's it's everyday i mean it can be a conflict with a customer uh, it can be a, a conflict with an employee uh, it can be a, a negotiation with a strategic partner with a customer too um and in all the situations that are good or bad or challenges i would say where you need to interact to solve the problem or to make the deal um there is there is always one way to find the solution and it's a good discussion. But you need to have that good discussion with the right person. So you need to define who is the right person to talk to. Sometimes it's clear, but sometimes it's not. And if you don't talk to the right persons, sometimes it can be counterproductive. So you really need to define who is going to be that person who's going to solve the problem with, with you. And then you need to prepare your meeting, because it's not only it's it's not always that simple, and and you need to define what is the best story to solve the problem, and, um, and that's really where where I mean what I want to share. I think um, part of my simplicity tactics that I've been using during the uh, every day uh, since a very long time now. I don't know where where and how I learned it, but. Uh, um, that, that's really what contributed to my, to my personal success over time and I can now go deeper if you want
1: well you said you didn't know how you learned it but I, I'm curious um, <laughs> how did you learn it meaning um, was there a, a certain experience or, or I don't know, failure or screw up that, 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 like, that was wrong And I don't know I've, of, I've,
0: of course day after day meetings after meetings understanding, analyzing why did I succeed? Why did I not succeed? Um, what happened? Um, you're, you, you, need to have a very open spirit to find solutions. And sometimes you're not prepared for that. You're not open. I don't know. You woke up badly and, and, and you're not, you're not, you're, you are not you are not you do not have the, 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 the good state of mind, I would say. So that's why I said, I mean, in, you really need to prepare your meetings hmm. and, um, and, I mean, I have a strong empathy. Um, that's what people say. Um, I like to analyze all situations from different point of view. Um, and I think it's very important to avoid looking at things too self-centeredly. If you are too concentrated on, on yourself, you don't, you don't find solutions, actually. Um, you must understand what, it, what would be a win, uh, of course what is good for you or for your company, that's, that's important. But, but you don't solve problems like that. You all, you only analyze them from one side. So you must adapt your ideas and make sure that they are understandable and that they are acceptable from the other party. Um, so for that, you must understand the, the other party. Um, you must gather information sometimes on the other party, on their market, on the situation exactly, or on how they feel that situation. You must analyze them, understand them, understand how the person thinks and sees that situation. Um, how does she want to solve it? Um, what is the other party win, actually, I would say? What, is, what are the alternatives, the next steps? So you really need to understand what is the situation from the beginning to yeah. the end, how you're going to solve it, how the other sees that situation. Can you find a solution that will both serve my interest and please the other party? And it's, if you don't do that, actually, you never make a good deal.
1: Well, it, it feels like, and you, were, you used the word empathetic and, and maybe collaborative, and it's, this seems to be really like a partnership approach. Um, because if you're approaching a negotiation this way, some people might say, well, let's get the most that we can, but it doesn't seem like that's your intention. So, um, how do you prepare yourself for those kind of conversations? Cause I guess there's a preparing for the meeting, but there's also a preparing yourself to hold that empathetic approach. Um, perhaps even when, when, when the other party is, is being a bit more aggressive, um, I don't know, how do you do that? How do you how do you prepare? How do you prepare yourself for that, those engagements and, and, that, and that almost giving or or balanced approach?
0: As I said, I mean, uh, for me, you always need to 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 tell a story, a good story, a story that, that people will understand and accept. And to prepare that story, of course, you start to tell the story to yourself. And you really try to understand if the person that you will be facing, the other party, will understand that, that story, will accept it, and will, will find it fair. I think yeah, that you need to be fair in every situation. Personal situation, professional situation. If you're not fair, you're, you're not, you're, you don't have a long-term position. It's just like short-term, you know? You win, but people will look at you. Badly at the end. Um, so I try to be fair. I do not um, uh, protect... I, of course, you need to protect your, your interests and your company. But but you really need to understand how the other party sees the situation. And, and you, do, you need to do it with lots of honesty, I would say, with objectivity. You need to do it frankly. Because it's always easy to go on one side you know and don't listen to the others but you're <laughs> it's not the word right now but we're, you're, we're not dictators right uh where we that's that's not how how i see life personally um i don't want to uh, people to feel that it's only my way i think it's our way and that's that's really long term um I, i'm not I don't want to say I'm just a good guy. Huh? I mean, it's strategic. Sometimes you need to have people accept something that is not acceptable at the beginning. So it takes time. It takes a conversation. But at the end, your story needs to be a win-win and not a win-loss for the other mm. party. Um, and, and you need really to understand how the other party is going to perceive every word you're going to say and how, ha- and, and your story from the beginning to the end. So it's, that's why I say, I say a story, because the story brings the persons to evolve and understand, and maybe you can have the, the other party co-construct that story with you. And that's really what I'm trying to do. Um, maybe it's manipulation. I don't think so, but uh, I wouldn't I would. I, I don't perceive it like this, actually. Uh, but but. If you help people deblock their situation, deblock their one way also, because I mean, if you have two people talking one way each other, it doesn't work. So they need to evolve themselves. So you need to be fair. You need to to create a, a positive uh, environment so that you are able to talk uh, frankly together. Um, you need to have the right posture, the right story, the way you explain the situation and drive the conversation to a, a common solution is really key. And as I said, I think you must co-create it with the other party and together come to the right decision and find the mutual way to solve the problem together. Um, so, I, as I said, you prepare a story, but that's that's your story, and maybe you are going to have to adapt it during the conversation. Uh, it's okay uh, until you always concentrate uh, on, on, on your win, of course, because a win is a win, and if you adapt it, maybe it's not a win anymore. Mm. Uh, so you, you can only please the other. You know what is your situation, you know what will be a win for you, and it needs to be a win for the other party. And I think that uh, my, my, my best wins have always been win-wins. Um, because I believe that they are future proof, they last, and they always come back later with a new opportunity. Um, it's for me, it's, uh, I mean, personally, it's the foundation of who I am and how the people remember me and, and what I represent to others. And it's probably my values that are behind that. Um,
1: I, I think, I I think in, in, St- starting to, to close the conversation a little bit, but I, I my my intuition is I want to open the conversation, but uh, we have a limited amount of time. Um, Destiny is is uh, founder driven, um, and and there's a number of, of you know original founders and additional co-founders, and um, and therefore it's very personality driven, almost by definition. And I see a lot of the the values of the of the founders uh, in the company. Um, that's one of the reasons why I decided to join, even though I still do my podcast and I have my other things going on as well. So, um, and now these worlds are starting to to collide a bit. Um, the um, and the 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 desire of destiny with with a particularly European focus to simplify the lives of people by providing really you know seamless friendly. Uh, cloud communication solutions uh, it's a lovely story and in your role as uh, strategic alliance officer um, I, I imagine you're you're sharing that story with with honestly organizations that are much bigger than us in some cases to to bring those stories together can you give an example of something like that of how this collaborative empathetic approach is helping you um, obviously without any you know strategic insights or commercial details but How, how, you know, is there a time recently when you have been able to bring these stories together to, um, in a win-win situation?
0: Well, actually, um, I think that the way I I present things, the the way I present Destiny, um, I try to be very neutral somehow um, and and present a vision of what we're doing, uh, but not not exactly how we are doing it. Uh, it's more our vision of uh, what what companies are facing and 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 what are what what are what are gonna be their challenges in the future uh, how we are constructing our strategy and how we should be positioned in a couple of months or years try to give a vision of what we're doing um, and also i I think that I mean it's for for me very clear that, that destiny will 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 not win alone. Um, um, we, we, are, we have very strong competitors like, like Microsoft or Zoom or Ring Central that are um, that are very strong in the US or worldwide for for for, for some of them. Um, and most of our strategic partners that we have around us it can be um, hardware manufacturers or large service providers. Um, they, they want to also co-construct their future. And, and they, they are open to a conversation where we co-construct. I've seen it in actually every conversation I had. I mean, most of the U.S. players come with their vision uh, and their strategy and their objectives. And and their way of doing business and take it or leave it, actually. Uh, that's not how we want to do it, I think. I think we we are constructing from a, a vision that is fair because it's dedicated to our customers. It's dedicated to, to <laughs> our partners. We want them to succeed. And we know that if our customers and our partners will succeed, we will succeed. Um, so explaining to the market how we see that success of our partners and our, our customers really embraces our, our strategic partners to, to, to work with us and and do that together. And it's, it's probably the main difference or the key thing that, that, that I do today. I mean, we, we, we are not suprematic. (laughs) We, we, we want to, Participate to that, to that transformation. We want to bring those things to the market. We know that we will not be alone, that competition is always, uh, positive. It's a challenge. It helps you evolve. It forces you to evolve and, 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 and bring new ideas continuously and challenge yourself. So competition is very important and, and it's okay for us. I mean, the market is huge, as you said at the beginning. Uh, we we don 't want to have one hundred percent of it we don 't care about having one hundred percent actually we just want to have fun and 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 make people happy um, doing doing that those things together you know um, and I think that the best success for us is a customer that says thank you uh, you 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 made me successful uh, with your products uh, and that thing that I think I mean I had those conversations with Poly, for instance, is a, a really big company now part of HP. Um, um, they don't want to have only one customer at the end. They don't want to work, work only with Microsoft. It's okay. Competition uh, competition is okay for everybody. And and if you if you don't have multiple customers and you only have one customer at the end, nothing works. It's not good. You have too much pressure from from that customer. So. Alternatives are important, and we want to be a very strong alternative on the market um, and we want people to to feel comfortable with us. We want to be open, flexible agile um, adaptable um, and not and not like dictators. <laughs>
1: Well, it's it's um, uh, Laurent. Thank you for sharing. I, I, as as you're speaking, I'm reflecting a bit on the market, and and you talk about um, players like Microsoft, um, and and so many players are both our our collaborator and our competitor. And and in an ecosystem like this, you you have to be able to operate like that because uh, you know just go down the list of of our our alliance partners and stuff. We're probably competing in with them in different ways as well through maybe different channels and, and different things and that and that's actually okay. And, it, and yeah. I think it's a, um, a beautiful place to wrap up which is, you know, if we're having fun and if we're making people happy and the customers are, are satisfied um, and it's not all the customers but at least the ones that uh, that choose to work with, with Destiny. Um, outstanding. Laurent, thank you so much. If people want to learn more about what this Destiny thing is all about, you can go to dstny.com um, learn more about it. Um, services are provided in a, in, in a number of European countries and and most likely more to come. And if you want to cl- connect with Laurent, um, you can find his uh, LinkedIn on the show notes, uh, but it's Laurent Silvestri on LinkedIn. So Laurent, outstanding. Thanks so much for for, yeah making this fun and, and and having some happy times with me including this podcast you're welcome thanks Laura. You're
0: really welcome I, I hope i hope you're going to remember my simplicity simplicity story and and, <laughs> and the tools i use to uh, do business every day see you soon thank you for listening Down- the Simplicity Toolkit from eBulliance.com to discover the power of the Simplicity Scan and Sprint. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the podcast on your favorite player.